Hello and welcome to the final episode in our exploration of the difference between toxic people and toxic behavior. So this month we're exploring the topic, am I the toxic one? And in this week's subtopic, uh, we have covered the theory behind the differences between a person that is actually toxic and a person who sometimes engages in toxic behavior. Uh, we've gone through some real world examples to cover, to kind of fill out that theory, to get a better sense of what this actually looks like and the differences between people. And today we are going to cover some action items, some things you can do in order to begin investigating the question, am I the toxic one in your own in your own thinking, in your own life. So we've talked about this uh, some before, but the big difference, right, between someone who sometimes engages in toxic behavior and a toxic person, this is not the only difference, but one of the big differences is the frequency and severity of those toxic behaviors. So if you're gonna decide if you are the toxic one, you need to get in touch with your relationship to toxic behavior. So one of the best ways to do that is to actually track um, your, your toxic behaviors, right? So if I, if I just like asked you, okay, think about the last two weeks, how many toxic behaviors did you engage in? How many times did you treat someone else in a toxic way, right? It's I don't, it's, that's a hard question to answer, right? Like it's, it's very difficult to think back on the past couple of weeks and, and come up with like, okay, I did this and I did that. Like that, that's very difficult. So, and even if you do remember it, it, it's, it's likely to be pretty subjective, right? It's likely that you might remember things differently or, you know, you might be having a really good day in terms of memory. You might be having not as good a day in terms of memory. So what we want is a more objective sense of how often you engage in toxic behaviors. And one of the best ways to do that is to actively track your experiences. So you might do this on an Excel sheet, you might do this on a Word document, or maybe you're just gonna use a pen and paper. But I want you to do, however you choose, whichever medium works best for you, over the next two weeks, I want you to make a note every time you believe you engaged in a toxic behavior. So, you know, this would be a great thing to do kind of at the end of each day over the next two weeks. I want you to write down a couple things. So, or, or type, right, it doesn't matter which, I'm gonna say write, but however you're, you're accomplishing this. I want you to take a note about what the actual behavior was and why you think right now it's toxic. Right at a later date, you might have some more distance from it. You might be able to reflect on it more and you can think a little bit more about was that actually a toxic behavior or, you know, was I just kind of being grumpy? You can reflect on that later, but it's really important when you're still pretty close in time to the event that you know what the behavior was and why you think it was toxic at the time. Um, so next, I want you to make a note about what were the consequences of that behavior. So you might not know all of the consequences because they might still be unfolding in your life. But if you like ended up not going to an event with your friends because your friend got mad at you because you treated them in a certain way, 
maybe if you think you were treating them in a toxic way, maybe you want to record the consequence that like, oh, I didn't end up going to this event. Okay, so next I want you to write down, how did you feel about the interaction, right? So there you might think like, oh, well, I felt, I felt really, I felt really bad that I had done that. As soon as it, as soon as those words came out of my mouth, I felt bad. Or maybe you, you feel kind of neutral about it. Like it just seemed, it seemed fine. Like you didn't really realize it was an issue at the time. It just felt fine. Maybe now that you're writing it down, you have a different feeling. So I want you to just kind of note down how are you feeling about those things. And that'll help give us some information that'll be helpful later in this process. So again, over the next two weeks, I want you to make a note about every time you think you engage in toxic behavior. When you write that down, I want you to get what was the behavior and why you believe it was toxic. I want you to note what the consequences of that behavior were and a little bit about how you feel about the interaction. You don't need to write a novel for all these things. You can just kind of bullet point it, make it as practical and approachable as, as possible so that you can sustain it over a couple weeks. Now, once you've tracked for at least two weeks, then it's time to kind of step back and look at the data you've collected. There's a couple questions we, we need to do when we do this analysis. First, I want you to ask, how many times did you engage in toxic behaviors? Just count up all the, the moments that you recorded. Next, I want you to think about like how serious were the consequences of those toxic behaviors? Right? Were, were they having a huge impact on your life? Were they a pretty small impact? How serious were they? Did someone go to jail? Did you just not go to a movie that night? I want you to make to, to think about that. And next, I want you to consider how different would your life look if you did not engage in those toxic behaviors? So, you know, maybe take some of the more egregious moments, you know, where you did something that was more intensively problematic. And think about like, okay, if I didn't do that thing, how would my life be different? Now, those questions are going to kind of help you analyze that data that you collected. That, you know, each day you wrote down if you thought you engaged in a toxic behavior. This, these questions are going to help guide you to kind of how do you make sense of all those pieces of information that you collected. So, our first action item here, go ahead and track how often and in what way you're, you're engaging in toxic behavior, and then analyze that information so that you get some perspective on what's happening. Now the next action item I want you to, to consider doing is actually collecting some information from the people that you are regularly interacting with who are trustworthy. So tracking is really powerful. It can help you get a better grip on your relationship to toxic people, but it can still be difficult to be truly objective, right? Remember, toxic behaviors involve causing harm to others, right? So we might not always notice that we're causing harm to someone else. You know, it depends a lot on how, how trained up your, your, you know, empathy is, how, how, observant you are about the people around you. So in order to, to increase the quality of all of that data that you collected, it's really good to check in with others about how your actions have been affecting them. Now, it's really important here that you find folks that you trust 
and you can have a conversation with them about how your actions have been impacting them lately. If the person you're trying to talk with isn't willing to answer these questions openly and honestly, you're just not going to get very good feedback and it's not going to ultimately help you in investigating whether you really are the toxic one or not. So it's a, you need to find folks you've interacted with recently, right? You've collected this data only over two weeks. So ideally, you've, you've worked with these folks within the two weeks. And they need to be people that, uh, that you believe are, would tell you something that was difficult to hear, right? If these are folks who are generally kind of people-pleasing and they're, they're not going to say anything unless it sounds nice, they might not be the most helpful ones in getting you some additional feedback. So how, how on earth are you going to have this conversation, right? Like, this is a big ask. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of an introvert. Like, it's a big thing to kind of, like, go to some of the people that you trust and be like, okay, I'm worried that I'm toxic. Have I done anything toxic to you? <laughs> like, uh, I don't recommend that. Um, instead, I have a couple questions here that you could maybe bring to this conversation that would help give it some shape, right? So maybe one thing you could ask these folks is have I done anything lately that has made you feel uncomfortable or frustrated? Notice I didn't use the word toxic at all. It's more specific. Have I done anything that's made you feel uncomfortable or frustrated? Now, if you're depending on what the person says, you know, you might take a note of it, make sure that you're listening to them because this person is doing something that requires a bit of vulnerability. But you might at a later time have to decide like, okay, is the way they answered that question, that thing they told me, is that actually toxic or is that, is there something else going on there? Um, but that's fine. You're just trying to get some basic data from these folks and then you can, you can think more about it later on. So another thing that you could ask your friend, um, are there any habits I have that lead to me causing you harm? So you can kind of directly bring up like, okay, is there anything I've done that might be harming you? Or are there any, is there something I regularly do to you? Right. Remember, toxic people often don't even notice that they're engaged in toxic behavior. So by asking your friend, are there any habits I have that lead me to causing you harm? Your friend might be able to pick out on like, oh yeah, when we're planning a party, you always make me go do this thing no matter what. And, you know, sometimes that really messes up with my day or that, you know, that hurts my feelings or whatever. So that's a really good one to ask. Another um, direct way to ask, but one that doesn't require bringing up the word toxic at all, is do you think I am respectful of your boundaries? Can you give me some examples of when I was or was not respectful? So a big theme with toxic behaviors is a lot of them don't respect other people's boundaries. So by having that direct conversation with your friend, um, you're going to get a better sense of whether that's a consistent problem in your life. And if they say, yeah, you're not very good at respecting my boundaries, um, you can kind of have a think about some of the details they said and decide like, well, is that because I'm you know, engaging with them in a toxic way? Am I doing a lot of toxic behaviors to them that's bulldozing their boundaries? Or is that issue more that they're not really communicating and establishing their boundaries? So you can kind of have a think about how they answer that question. 
Now, there's a couple things I want you to remember as you're doing these action items. Uh, first off, only a licensed mental health provider can officially diagnose anyone. Unless you're a mental health provider, and I think even those folks don't do this, you should not be self-diagnosing for a personality disorder, right? You need to have an official diagnosis from somebody trained to diagnose people. Um, and that's also true for, you know, if you think someone in your life is a toxic person, um, only mental health providers can, can, do, make, can make those kind of calls. Um, it's also really important that it's that you understand it's totally normal for human beings to occasionally engage in toxic behaviors. If you're tracking these behaviors and you see there's a couple examples and you're like, oh my God, I've done this twice. I'm clearly a toxic person. Like, I want you to take a deep breath. I want you to recognize it's normal for human beings to sometimes engage in these kind of behaviors. Just because you found a couple examples, or even if you found 10 examples, that doesn't necessarily mean that you are a toxic person. It means that maybe you're engaging in toxic behaviors at a slightly higher frequency than other people. But we're gonna have other conversations, right? Our last, our last topic here in season one is focused on what you can do to definitively decide if you are the toxic person. So, we're not there yet. We're just kind of collecting some data here at the beginning. So keep in mind that these action items are designed for you to learn how to reflect on your own experiences. They're not diagnostic tools. They're just you getting a bit more in touch with what's, like, what your relationship is with toxic behavior. And while you're doing these things, it's really important that you be mindful of your own mental health and emotional needs as you complete these action items. If you start to have a serious mental health issue, or if you start to feel unsafe, um, you know, like emotionally unsafe or anything like that, as you go through this process, it's really important that you stop, take a breath and seek support if you need that. That might mean turning to a therapist. Um, if you find yourself in a really hot moment and you really need some support, um, I can recommend the crisis text line. They have crisis counselors available 24 hours a day, seven days a week that can help you get through a crisis moment. So that includes if you have um, any really negative thoughts or you're in a really big jam and you need to figure out how to cool off so that you can get safely to the next step. Um, you can find, if you just Google crisis text line, you'll, you'll find their information and you can, you can text them if you're in the United States, um, in like a couple other countries as well. But if you're not in the U S or you're based in those other countries that texting works, you can also message them through Facebook. So there's a way to communicate with them. If you, um, if you, just so long as you speak English, that's the, the main the main thing you need to do, which if presumably if you're listening to this, you can communicate in English. So those are some general things to remember. If these exercises become too much for you, please take care of yourself. Um, these are just some preliminary exploration ideas to help you get in touch kind of with what's going on with you and to give you some information and some data about yourself as you proceed exploring the question, am I the toxic person? So I just want to review a little bit about what's happened um, in the past couple episodes here on the podcast. Um, so there's some major takeaways I, I want us to walk away with. First, it's important to know that everyone occasionally engages in toxic behaviors. It's not the best thing about human beings, but it's totally normal 
uh, for us to do this at different points in our lives. Toxic people are folks who regularly engage in these behaviors to the point that it significantly undermines their quality of life, right? These are folks who, um, it's a, the toxic behaviors become super, super easy for them. It becomes very normal, very mundane. It's the way that they approach the world and it, it, it impacts their daily life to a great extent. Now we discussed Cindy, somebody whose um, toxic behavior significantly impacted her ability to plan a party, and Jesse, whose occasional engagement in toxic behaviors affected the party planning, but not nearly as much as Cindy. That's what we did in our last episode. And then in this episode, we talked about for some action items that you can take. I suggested doing basically two different things. Go ahead and track what you think whenever you think that you have engaged in a toxic behavior over a couple weeks. And you can go chat with some folks you trust about how your behaviors are affecting them. So both of those things will help you on your journey to try and answer the question, am I the toxic one? And I've given you a bit of a framework to try to understand like maybe where the, the source of that question is coming from, right? Because maybe you're, you're engaged in some toxic behaviors um, but of course it's possible that you are the toxic one, like we shouldn't rule that out, but the stuff we've done here is not enough. Those action items, these things are the beginning. It's not enough at this point for you to track your thing for two weeks and talk to a friend and know for sure your answer to that question. We're going to have to go through that, um, as we, as we can continue here developing our, our answer to our se season one question. So in the next episode here on the podcast, we're going to be switching gears to our next subtopic. We're going to be covering why do we wonder if we are the toxic ones? Why do we actually puzzle about that question when we're engaged in um, this kind of environment? So if you want to check out more information on this week's topic, be sure to head over to our blog and our YouTube channel. You can... Um, Find both of those linked on our website. That's www.empowermentthroughthought.com. Um, be sure to go ahead and uh, give this podcast a, a review. Give us you know, a rating if you're on a, a platform that will let you do that. And you know, every time you guys do that, that really helps us get out to more people. And it's, it's really helpful if you can do that. So I really appreciate you guys being here. I hope that this gave you some ideas and through these couple of episodes, you have a little bit more of an idea of how to, to approach the question, am I the toxic one? And I cannot wait to talk to you guys soon. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye-bye.